Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Amon. Numenor. Middle Earth. Arda. Before we continue on discussing further concepts in Tolkien's Legendarium, I believe it is important to explain the beginnings of things, specifically the creation of the world in which all these events take place. Some topics in this video will be discussed further later on, but this will serve as a general foundation for the world of Arda. Arda is the planet on which the events of the Legendarium take place, although since these events are supposedly taking place in our ancient past, Arda might also be called Earth. The creation of Arda, as well as the creation of the entire universe, was begun by Eru Iluvatar, a deity that Tolkien said was a fictional name for the Abrahamic god, albeit in a mythological context. Eru existed before time, and first created the Ainur by manifesting his concepts as living beings. Thus, they began the great music of the Ainur, which was a shared effort of creating the physical universe, initiated by Eru, and carried out by the Ainur. As the Ainur began singing the song of creation under guidance by Eru, Melkor began corrupting the themes of creation with his own dissonance. Melkor's thoughts and motivations will be discussed later, but needless to say he was set apart from the other Ainur almost immediately, and was chastised by Eru. Arda was created as the dwelling place for the children of Luvatar, which are elves and men, but at first the world was barren and lifeless. Manwe, Lord of Air, Ulmo, Lord of Waters, and Aule, the Great Smith, were all instrumental in the physical creation of Arda, and each dealt with Melkor trying to warp Arda for his own purposes. Eventually, however, the Valar gathered their strength against Melkor, and forced him out of Arda. At first, there were no distinct geographical features in Arda, and instead of being round, the world was flat. To light the world, the Valar gathered up the misty light that veiled the ground, and constructed two great lamps, one in the north and one in the south. In the center, where the light mingled, was the Isle of Almarin, where the Ainur dwelled, during this time, known as the Spring of Arda, plants and animals were created across the world, and the world was shaped as the Valar wished. Surrounding Arda was the massive encircling sea, and enclosing that were the walls of night. At the north end of Arda, where the encircling sea is most narrow, Melkor secretly crossed back into Arda without the other Valar knowing, and built his fortress of Utumno. With the assistance of a number of Maiar that had been persuaded by Melkor, he launched an assault on the two lamps, and destroyed them in a fiery cataclysm that changed the world. Four continents were created by the destruction of the lamps. Amon in the far west, the land of the sun in the far east, the dark land in the far south, and Middle-earth in the middle. The Valar moved to live in Amon, 
creating the kingdom of Valinor, also known as the Undying Lands. Since the lights of the world were destroyed by Melkor, Arda was once again left in darkness. Yavanna, giver of fruits, sang into existence two massive trees named Telperion, the silver tree, and Laurelin, the golden tree. The trees for now only illuminated Amon, leaving the rest of Arda lit only by starlight. During this time, Aule, the great smith of the Valar, crafted the dwarves out of his desire to teach someone his craft. As only Eru has the power to grant life to a creation, the dwarves were bound to Aule's will, and Eru reprimanded Aule for his actions. As Aule raised his hammer to destroy the seven fathers of the dwarves, they cowered in fear, for Eru had given them independent life. As such, the dwarves became the adopted children of Iluvatar, and were put to rest to awaken after the elves. Eventually, the elves awoke as the first children of Iluvatar to walk across Arda. Melkor was the first to become aware of them, and sent in evil spirits among them to corrupt the elves. Finally, Orome the Huntsman, one of the Valar, came across the elves and led them to Valinor. This led to a separation of the elves, known as the Sundering, into two main groups. One that followed the summons of the Valar, and others that refused. Not all the elves that followed Orome made it to Valinor, however, and many of them were scattered across Middle-earth into various tribes. During this time, dwarves also awoke, and the Seven Fathers became kings of seven clans, each building their own great halls. Eventually, one of the elves living in Valinor, named Feanor, took some of the light of the two trees, and crafted three lustrous jewels known as the Silmarils. The Silmarils are an important part of the lore, and somewhat outside of the scope of this video. Melkor at this time was still entirely opposed to the rest of the Vlar, and traveling south he encountered Ungoliant, the Dark Spider. Ungoliant's origins are unknown, but she craved light, and agreed to ally with Melkor in order to consume the light of the two trees. The two attacked the two trees, Melkor piercing them with a great spear, and Ungoliant poisoned them and drank in their light, leaving Arda in darkness once again. Following this, Melkor went and slew Fetanor's father, stealing the Silmarils in the process, which contained the last light of the trees now. Ungoliant wanted the Silmarils herself, but Melkor refused, causing the two to disband. All was not lost, however, as Laurelin, the Golden Tree, bore a final fiery fruit, and Telperion, the Silver Tree, bore a last flower of silver, which the Valar carried into the sky above Arda, creating the sun and the moon. Around this time, the race of men awoke on Arda in the Far East, and as they were the second-born of the children of Luvatar, the elves referred to them as Edain, meaning second people. Men were given the gift of men by Eru, which is that they have the ability to operate beyond the music of the Ainur. In doing so, they can shape their lives as they see fit and make their own destiny. As part of this, they are not immortal like the elves, whose spirits are bound to the fate of Arda, but instead can go beyond the confines of Arda. As such, men are Eru's favored creation, causing jealousy from the elves, although Melkor's influence caused most men to view death as a curse instead of a gift. It is unclear where hobbits exactly came from, 
except that most assume them to be an offshoot of men, meaning they likely also possess the gift of men. Their presence went mostly unnoticed during early history, and by the time they were discovered by other peoples of Middle-earth, they had already lived for many generations. Ents were created by Yavanna to protect the trees from other creatures, especially dwarves. Other races, such as trolls and orcs, were created by Melkor, and thus did not have the gift of life from Eru. And still there are also some oddities, such as Tom Bombadil, but that will have to remain for another time. If there is one thing that is quite clear about all these events, it's that very few authors throughout history have taken such care and attention to detail as Tolkien did. Very little is left untouched, and even though much of this is completely separate and perhaps irrelevant to his most popular tales, he crafted a beautiful story of creation on its own. While this was perhaps overly simplified at parts, I hope that it's given you a decent outline of the beginnings of a world we know and love, as well as the beings that reside in it. And beyond that, as they say, is history. <laughs>